brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chumpacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The following is a presentation of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. It's a Short Time Wrestling Podcast. News, reviews, previews, and interviews from around the sport of wrestling. My name is Jason Bryant, here with you always. Today, our guest will be heading into the National Wrestling Hall of Fame in Stillwater as part of the class of 2018, receiving the Order of Merit from the National Wrestling Hall of Fame, Nancy Schultz-Vitangeli. Now, Nancy, first of all, congratulations, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, but I have to say thank you so much and, you know, to the Hall. This is completely overwhelming, completely overwhelming. You know, most of my life, it's been my honor and, you know, a, a way for me to give back to the sport, staying involved in it. So I really feel like this award actually is in reverse. It should go out to everybody else that's helped me, you know, through life after Dave and the Schultz Club and with my children and everything. So I'm, I'm really honored, but mostly, you know, so thankful. And the Hall of Fame has a relationship with uh, one of your, your side companies there with Rudis, which you've been working with, and uh, it provides some official gear for the National Wrestling Hall of Fame and also provided uh, you know this generation an opportunity to rock some old-school uh, Dave Schultz Wrestling Club stuff. Uh, you, know, I've, you, you can also check out some stuff from Sunkist and some other clubs with the, the Hall of Fame as well. But uh, what's it mean to walk around a tournament and, and, and see some of that, that old green Dave Schultz Wrestling Club stuff kind of starting to repopulate itself around the mats? <laughs> It's really fun. You know, I, Rudis has honored Dave in a way that has been really amazing. You know, they've brought his name back and the way that they portray him and the gear that they put his name on, I'm so proud of. And we did. I think I feel like we raised the bar a little bit with wrestling gear and wrestling apparel and not only the Rudis line, the Fly Fox and some of the other things. And now, you know, we just recently brought Kyle Snyder aboard and the gear that, that uh, with his name on it is in a rock and we got his shoe coming out soon. So um, this adventure with Rudis has been a really exciting um, and been, you know, rewarding path for me. Another avenue of wrestling to stay involved in. You're, we were kind of joking before we started the uh, the show here that, you know, getting into wrestling is, uh, is, as you said, it's like getting into the mafia. And we look around, this is not the first Hall of Fame you've been inducted in. You just can't, you can't get away. It brings you back in and in. Brings you back. <laughs> Keeps bringing you back. It does. I saw that meme the other day. Wrestling's like beat of the mafia. You, you can't get out because you know too much. And 
I completely relate to that. You know, once you get involved, you just can't. It creates a family environment for you, you know, an extended family that you're just into. And I, you know, I served on the board of USA Wrestling for a number of years and continue not on the board of the Hall of Fame, but as a uh, board of governors, which is just means you've been there and you're still out, you know, helping out and, and being involved. So, yeah, it's a great, it's a great relationship that we have in this, in this wrestling family, which is, you know, leads to us t- chatting today, right? This extended family that we have includes people from all over the world. And that's how I got involved in doing the Bella Glazoff U.S. tour of 2018. Yeah, and that's a dynamite segue, Nancy. I did not even prompt you to do that, but that's what we're talking about today is there are a couple of... crazy, Jason. Yeah, I think I'll take a look. Fine, I'll take credit for that one. But uh, today we're talking about two bad brothers wrestling fans know so well, uh, Sergey and Anatoly Belaglazov. If you look at their resumes, countless world titles. I know on the Sergey side, he's got eight World Olympic gold medals. Anatoly has five World Olympic gold medals. Matter of fact, there is actually a... A poster I have in my office that's about three feet from me right now with Sergey Belaglazov on it. Now, let me describe what this is to you. It is the World Wrestling Grand Championship from 1989, and on it is John Smith and Sergey. That was the super match. Uh, we've seen a lot of super matches coming out, but this thing was big. Well, it was given to me years ago by Jack Childs, the retired Drexel head wrestling coach, and it, it had a signature of Sergey on it. So a couple of years ago, I'm working at USA Wrestling, and uh, actually more than a couple at this point and team camp is in there and here's John. I, I had this thing rolled up. I'm like, Hey, Hey John, can you sign something for me? And I'm not an autograph guy. Uh, I mean, I, you just kind of cl- accrue them. I don't really look, seek them out, but so I unroll right. for John and John's like, Oh hell, I like to have me one of them. And, and kind of, <laughs> I can't quite do his Oklahoma accent, but so on now I have a signed poster that John Smith and Sergey both hand signed. So, uh, that's, that's, that's the one thing that every day I look and see Sergey Belaglazov. I know some people maybe yeah. still see Sergey in their nightmares because he was so good. <laughs> so that's probably really true. Yeah, I think, you know, Sergey and with Anatoly, they're some of the greatest technicians that I've ever seen. That, you know, in, in, in Dave's time watching them on the mat, they were magic. And I've watched Sergey, I've watched Anatoly fewer times, but I've been with Sergey doing clinics. You know, he used to come out and do, come over and do some clinics for uh, the Dave Shelf's Wrestling Club. You know, we'd have uh, clinics for fundraisers and things like that. And he's, you know, I would see these coaches sitting with their, their pens and their paper out and their jaws dropped and they can't even put the pen on the paper because he's running through techniques so fast and so furious that they can't even, you know, get it down fast enough. So I'm excited to bring these brothers. First of all, I love them so much. They've been friends of our family for so long. And <clears throat> to, to, you know, bring these countries together again, you bring the Russians over, you know, to, to visit the United States. I love you know, mixing cultures and mixing friendships and, and, um, and then to have them be such great technicians, the opportunity that are going to that, uh, not only are we bringing them to some clubs, some kids, high schools, but we're also bringing them some, some regional and, you know, regional training centers. So it really is a, an amazing tour and lots of people are going to get an opportunity to train with them. Yeah. The Bella Glassoff brothers, 2018 U S clinic tour masters of technique. And I think you might be understating Masters of Technique, and again, before we started, we were looking at the uh, the schedule that these guys have, and as we record this on May the 16th, they're landing today, uh, as it's a Wednesday. This, you'll, you'll be listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, but they are landing today, and uh, before we even get into the schedule, t- tell me how much of a freakout moment this is to know that there, there's, there's connect. this is like the biggest connection with planes, trains, and automobiles you've, you've ever had. I have been booking travel for the last month and a half. 
So my surprise of a spreadsheet, a Google uh, Doc spreadsheet, so it'll have every moment that they're supposed to be getting on a train, plus their confirmation number, plus the time they leave, the time they arrive, who's picking them up, who's taking them to what hotel, which hotel they're going to, the name and address of the hotel. So, and I did that for 22 locations. So I have to tell you, mm-hmm. a few times I sat up in the middle of the night with a panic attack, like, oh, my God, they're not going to make that connection. But um, now most of the planning's over, and so, you know, I turned it over to them. They're, I sent all their the gear and stuff that they need for their tour, and, and um, it's, it's their turn, you know, and it's not like they're novices at this. They've been traveling, doing clinics for most of their adult lives, so they know how to, you know, they know how to handle this. But it's it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm so excited to have them. I'm going to see them at three times during the tour. I'll meet them um, in Oklahoma right after the induction ceremony. They're, they're there to do a couple of small clinics in Stillwater. I'll see them again out here. They're doing two, three clinics near my area in Portland, doing West Lynn High School, uh, Vancouver, Washington, and Buckley, Washington, um, around the first part of July. And then I'll see them again at their last clinic. I'm going to say goodbye to them as they do their last clinic down at the Asvito Hitchcock Camp um, in Morro Bay, California. And then they're heading to Canada to do the last part of their tour in Canada. Yeah, so rather than going... Uh... You know, date by date, I'll I'll sum it up here. But if you want information on this quickly before we even get into the the, the meat and potatoes of this tour, wrestling dot life, uh, you can see the big banner for the Bell Glasgow Brothers tour there. And uh, Nancy, just talk about the relationship with with uh, Dan McCune and wrestling wrestling dot life to to help put this thing together and get the word out via the web. Well, we had a common uh, friend, Eric Deuce, who's also coaches at Sunnyvale High School uh, as an assistant coach with Dan McCune. And Dan McCune runs the wrestling dot life uh, website. And he's just really great at reaching out and staying, you know, updated with all the things that are going on with wrestling and being communicated. He's, a, he's an amazing coach. And Sunnyvale High School has just have been so successful under his reign, especially with his work with Eric. So I'm really proud to have him helping me out. And he's been a lifesaver for me. I've done the, the people side communication with coaches, and he's done all the logistics on the website, registration, updating registration, keeping the coaches to, uh, communicated with the how many kids they got enrolled. So they all have spreadsheets so they can see who's registering day by day um, on the website. And of course, they're all doing their own registrations in their own area and at home, you know, just, um, and of course, wrestling is always a walk-in. So it'll be interesting to see how each one separately comes out. All right. So this tour starts May 17th and 18th. Uh, Again, this is after we've uh, released this episode, but we go from Chicago. Mm -hmm. Dr. Dave Kirby's the first one out of the shoot. I guess that's kind of a, a good person to have lead this thing off in, in coordinating that location. Sergey and David uh, have been friends for years. So they start off with, you know, friends that they know. Um, and we send gear to that location and they kick it off there. Um, and, yeah, it's starting out. They, they're spending uh, about three days with them kind of getting uh, acclimated before they hit the road for this ungodly tour schedule that I've created for them. Yeah, so we go from then Chicago, then to the University of Michigan, then to the New York Regional Training Center, where where, where you hook up with Kendall Cross to do something. Then you stay in New York, meet Frank Papalizio and John Deagle for uh, two days of clinics there, then to uh, Northern Virginia and Fairfax, uh, doing something there, then out to Oklahoma, to Norman, then into Stillwater, then out to Lakewood, Colorado, then to St. Louis, then we drive into Iowa, then we go into (laughs) Wisconsin, back to Iowa, then we keep going back to Michigan, back to Illinois, then to California, Oregon, Washington, before again finishing in California for the U.S. side. And those of you listening in Canada, uh, you've got uh, the Bella Glasovs coming in too. So that that is all within the span 
of May 17th through July 9th. July 8th. Yep. Yeah. And so. then they head on July 9th, they head to Canada, and then they're doing um, a few up there. And I said, I'm not going to do Canada. So they're taking care of their own tours in Canada. <laughs> you know, when I first started this out, I kind of pictured five or six, you know, clinics, and it just kept growing. Word of mouth, made a couple phone calls, and pretty soon I had, you know, 50 um, requests for them to come in. And uh, we'll probably do it again next year, too. I think I'll, I'll try to centralize them a little more next year. I think they're mm-hmm. flopping around a little too much. So next year, I'd like to try to maybe group um, some more events in closer places, and we'll see what we can do about that. And looking at the cross-section of, of the contact people, it's not just big names. We mentioned Dave Kirby, of course, Kendall Cross, but you've also got some some smaller camps that are looking to bring out. You've got Sarah Levin with what she's doing with Wrestle uh, in, in St. Louis as a youth organization. I mean, what, what's it mean to to be able to put these two greats, not just in the regional training centers in the United States with like Michigan and up in New York and, and even in Stillwater, but the, the kids clubs like Sarah's doing in St. Louis. You know, I think it's a real opportunity, not only for the wrestling technical aspect, but for mm-hmm. the aspect of, you know, learning, you know, meeting people from other cultures and other countries. I think it's widening their horizons and opening their eyes to different wrestling techniques. So, you know, and, and and for our regional guys too. You know, Sean Bormet's hosting one at the Regional Olympic Training Center, and and uh, again, I, I just feel really happy to expose our athletes here in the U.S. to that kind of talent from other countries. You talked about the relationships that this sport brings, you know, with our little little mafia joke. But uh, when we look at the relationship that started this all, it was it was Alexi's son. Uh, excuse me, Anatoly's son, Alexi, and you've got an Alexander and an Alex, and, and there's, you know, the kids have had the same names. I mean, you guys go way back, but, uh, you know, the foundations of getting this thing started. Why was this such a, a yes for you to do? Um, I, Just because I really care for the for the Bella Glazov. You know, you, I sent you a picture, you know, of Xander. I think he's about seven months old sitting on um, Anatoly's lap over there. So it's just been part of our family. You know, Dave and the Bella competed in the same tournament year after year after year after year. So for us, I saw them five or six times a year, every year in, you know, every every world championship, World Cup, you know, uh, Pan American, every kind of competition like that. So we became friends over the years and, and know each other's families and things. And so all of a sudden to have Alexi, you know, he's now, you know, in his 30s, as Xander is at my Alex, um, to, to have him reach out and said, hey, you know, the my dad and my uncle wanted to know if you could help us put a couple of clinics together. And I, I couldn't type yes fast enough. Um, it, and, and, you know, it's not like it's difficult <laughs> to find coaches who want to have somebody of their caliber come into their wrestling room and teach for a few hours. So we were offering up half-day clinics and full-day clinics. So things that uh, a regular wrestling pro- program could afford. And uh, some people wanted them for two days. So we just had something for everyone to offer. And that made me feel very good that there was uh, – there's a wide range of possibilities for people that were interested in bringing them into their into their uh, wrestling room. These two competed as part of the former Soviet Union and did it in an era where they were just dominant. I think Sergey had like one bad tournament his entire career or something like that, and it spent time. These volumes, right? About from the the depth of that time period when it was just the Soviet Union and all of those countries were under one banner. It, it, you can't even imagine the, the difficulty in maintaining those first positions in that depth. And it's crazy. And, you know, and Sergey's had time coaching here on U.S. To- uh, US soil. He's coached the U.S. national team for a bit. He was an assistant coach at Lehigh as well on the college side of things. And 
his I've only met him once, and that was at the 2003 World Championships. Um, it was him and Anatoly, and they were we were at the lobby of the New Yorker, and I'm I'm barely knowing who these guys are. I'm getting into my international wrestling. I'm, I'm learning my international wrestling chops, and uh, I know some of the Americans had brought him some Jack Daniels, and I'm like, well, why why would you? What they're not going to drink vodka? <laughs> Gary Abbott looks at me and goes. These guys are from Russia. They're from the Soviet Union. They can drink vodka whenever they want. You know when they they get to drink Jack Daniels when they come to the United States. So it was just kind of a joke that uh, you know when right. they kind so of embrace true. the uh, the the American Tennessee whiskeys. But uh, when when we look at Sergey and the relationship he's had with wrestlers in this country, it's it's not just oh he's a clinician. He's coached some of our good ones here, and of course that the the 2004 era uh, kind of left on uh, not necessarily the greatest note, but. What was what makes Sergey so good from your eyes? And, and I mean, I guess that's kind of obvious. But what what makes him a good clinician in this situation? Well, for me, and I, I think you know, and because I've got a skewed uh, point of view because of Dave Schultz, I see Sergey similar to Dave Schultz in that he plays chess with wrestling. He's always five moves ahead of you, you know, because he said, you know, if I do this, if he does this, you do this. Oh, you don't do that, you do this, and I have this. He's always got a setup for a reaction and and he's so confident and his technical knowledge is so extreme and so wide that every move you make, he has five options that he can work from, from there. And to give a coach or a wrestler that kind of versatility that, you know, every position you're in, no matter how your opponent reacts, you have a repertoire to work from. That to me is a great technical coach. The resumes do speak for themselves of where they've coached, not just in the U.S., the Japanese national team, men's and women's national teams on the Russian side, Singapore, Kazakhstan, Anatoly's been coaching in Canada, Australia, also has coached his home nation, and then uh, Belarus. So a lot of lot, of, lot of people seek these two out in terms of <laughs> their abilities and what they can do for their national teams. And when when you look back at you know the era when Dave is wrestling and, and the, and the Belaglazovs are, are wrestling, when... Can, can you circle a point in time that, like, yeah, this is this is when we became friends with the Bella Glazov? Oh, I think it was, oh, man, I think it was probably the first time I started going to international competitions with Dave, which was around 1982. I think they were already on the mat and starting to win. And, and you know, from that time until, oh, God, I don't know, even when they, when they even stopped competing, what, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, I think. When was the last time they won a Olympics? Was it 80, 84? Well, we didn't go to 84, mm-hmm. but they were there in 80 for the Moscow. So it, it was probably, you know, seven, eight full years of seeing them regularly. And that's one thing to realize. During that run, you did mention 84, where the Russians didn't come. We didn't go in 80, as most people know, but they were, it was in the the heart of their, their their titles. I mean, the Olympic Games in 80, there's, there's a gold. And then the Olympic Games in 88, there's a gold uh, for Sergey. So... Not really a stretch to say 84, he could have been a real threat. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. You know, I think everybody, you know, it, it was a slap to everybody. We had you know, two Olympics back-to-back where not everybody's there and attending for different reasons. And, and of course, it's frustrating when you're on a roll and you're at the, the top of your game. But, you know, what's amazing for these guys is it didn't matter. They just kept going and kept winning. <laughs> so, you pull an Olympic out from underneath him. All right, let's get the next one. You know, that, that just doesn't happen very often. There's a few, a few highlights, you know, people that can do that, but most people, once you pull one game out, that's, you know, it's done, but not, not Sergey. 
When we look at the just again the the barnstorming nature of this camp, has this enabled you to reconnect with people that you haven't seen in a long time mm-hmm. in order to do something like this? Um, a few. You know, Jason, I stay in touch with wrestling a lot. So most of the people are people that I stayed in touch with. Just had to send them a quick text. Of, hey, I'm bringing the bell goggles over. Would you like to host the clinic? So, but it's always great to work with your friends. You know, Sean Bormet wrestled for the Dave Schultz Wrestling Club. Kendall Cross was the executive director of the wrestling club. Both of those guys, you know, were around Dave and knew Dave. I was around them when they were developing athletes. When, you know, when they were first coming out of high school and getting into college wrestling, I was I spent time with them. Um, John Azevedo, you know, was on many, many teams with Dave over the years. And also, you know, we, he was an assistant coach at the University of Wisconsin. So these are long, long time friendships. And all I had to do was say, hey, they're coming. Do you want them? And, and then start, you know, making, making the work, doing the work to make it happen. So how much of your time has this, this tour actually taken up? I mean, well, one, I guess we need to figure out what, what are you doing, uh, you know, for uh, general staying busyness, I guess, would, would be the first question. What are you doing, uh, you know, in life now in, in terms of, uh, you know, generally making a living? And how much has this tour impacted that life? Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm still involved. You know, I've got Rudis going on, so that's an ongoing place that I, I go back and forth from and, you know, go to Ohio, work with Tommy Rollins, Jeff Jordan, and Jesse Lang on, with our Rudis company. Um, I still serve on the Board of Governors for USA for the Wrestling Hall of Fame. I'm not completely active in USA Wrestling, but try to stay involved in any of the, um, you know, fundraisers and organizations, um, things they have going on. I help with the U.S. Wrestling Foundation at any gala or any events and that they have going on. So my foot is still deeply in wrestling. Um, I've also just recently moved to Oregon where we have a, a compound. We have three different houses on it and share it with family and friends. And so we do, I've got a garden and an orchard. So life has become a little more rural oriented. So I have a little bit of that, but this actually, you know, this took front, front and center stage for about three and a half months now. And putting this together was a labor of love. And I can't think of something that I'm going to uh, enjoy more is to seeing them have a successful tour here in the U S. Yeah. And the tour is, is you we're getting a generation of kids that, like before, you know, the the Foxcatcher chatter and the rudest shirts and things of that nature that um, that brought Dave Schultz's name back to the present. Again, he's he, you know, he passed away a long uh, time before these kids are even born now. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I was I was 17 when that happened. and I'm 38. So uh, the, the kids now they don't know who Sergey and Anatoly are until they get to see them. And, and what do you think these kids are real? And maybe even the coaches who were probably still young, you know, at, younger than me uh, when, when Dave passed to know that Sergey and Anatoly, they, they were, they were synonymous with Dave Schultz and, and how much that bringing them into the fold is going to give these next generation of kids, the understanding of how great wrestling was in the eighties. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, what they're going to find is, is two humble, fun-loving um, wrestlers who love to impart technique to other wrestlers. You know, they have not only been great technicians themselves, but if you look at that that coaching um, bio that you just kind of, you know, uh, wa- you know, wandered through a minute ago, I mean, they have raised the level of wrestling in probably 20 countries around the world by coming in and being a head coach or an assistant coach at some program around the world. And they have, you know, I can't imagine the millions of lives they've actually touched over the years with their wrestling. And, um, I, you know, just for, for the kids to have 
a couple of hours with them in rooms, I think it will be amazing um, opportunity. Again, wrestling.life slash Bella Glazov. That's B-E-L-O-G-L-A-Z-O-V. Or you go to wrestling.life and click that banner link. And what's cool about the website is, you know, I'm, I'm impressed with what Dan's done here. We've got graphics uh, flyer for each particular spot. And you click it, and you can register right then and there uh, and, and sign up and go. So we've got it's color, it's, it's color-coded to Stillwater, okay, because it's orange. Then we've got the color-coded to... Uh, to St. Louis, and then we got the, the various schools, other high schools. I mean, it's just a really sharp job in presentation for this. So uh, those who have got yeah, kids so, in those you know, areas. Big, big kudos, right, big kudos to Jenny Skinner at Rudis. She's one of our designers that spend a lot of time and energy um, helping me design the graphics for this tour, as well as Dan, who provided the, lots of time and energy to create these websites that promote the tour and allow coaches. You know, having, having this was a huge thing for coaches. We've got a clinic coming up, and we not only will do help you do some promotion all over the Internet with social media, but we'll also provide a website where all you have to do is direct people there. We'll do all the collection. We'll do all the registration. We'll provide you the link that you can check on your registration, and we'll send you the list and the money at the end of the collection process. So I don't know that we could have created a better process for for uh, coaches to host a clinic. Yeah, it's been solid. So. Again, Sergey Anatoly Belaglazov, eight-time Olympic and world champion. Sergey, five-time Olympic and world champion for for Anatoly. And and to put that in perspective, we've got Jordan Burroughs right now, who's got five world Olympic goals. Now, we're looking at, you know, he's a generational talent for us in the United States. Kyle Snyder's it, it appears to be on that path already. But in right. in, in, in the Soviet Union, these guys, I mean, we still don't have, a, we've got John Smith, you know, with the sixth straight world Olympic, but and Bruce medaled for like 30 straight years at heavyweight, but internationally, <laughs> these guys, like if there's an argument of who the best ever uh, is in wrestling and, and these guys have to be Americans, they're one, they, you know, they're like, they're like one a and one B in, in terms of maybe comparison's sake, uh, you know, do people, what, what do people really need to understand about how great these guys were? Well, I just don't think there's anybody else that has a career like these guys. There's there's nobody else that touches this kind of record, really, when you look at both of them together. And what's great is, can you imagine being in a wrestling clinic and you say, you know, I'm working on this move. What do you think? And then you get to go ask Sergey, what do you think? And then you get to go ask Anatoly, what do you think about this move? You know, you can talk about having the ability to bounce back and forth and get some good advice on, on whatever move you're trying to work on right now. So the legend goes is that, that why why Dave was so respected in Russia is he he you know they liked the way he wrestled and the fact that he learned the language how, how slow going was it uh, for the Belaglazovs to learn English back in your era? <laughs> um, I think Sergey. Well, they you know they coached Sergey coached over here for so long and Anatoly coached in Canada for quite some time. So in the beginning we were speaking Russian. I, I speak a little bit of Russian back in the day. I spoke more when I was traveling with Dave a lot, but we spoke Russian at the first part. And then once they come over and started coaching, we could switch to English. So their English is really good now, but um, it's been fun because I've, I've learned to communicate with them and, and had a friendship with them in both languages. I, I It's just like growing up with my grandparents and my mom speaking uh, three or four different languages at the same time uh, with, with the Ukrainian strain, the Russian, the German, and the English. She would be like, well, that's, that's what crab cakes as they argue. <laughs> Uh, around exactly. Christmas yeah, dinner, merging, so. right? Yeah, uh, that the, was. Uh, I remember uh, when Xander was little. We had a knock at the door one time. We were living at Foxcatcher, and obviously, you know, there's a lot of turnover. There was different. You know, we had. I'd have the Italian team staying with them, the Czech team staying with us. You know, we had the big house, and lots of the athletes would stay with us. And I remember there was a knock on the door, and somebody came in, and the first question Xander asked was, "What language do they speak?" 
you know, he was like four years old. It was like, oh, what a, what a, what a crazy upbringing, you know, just have this revolving door of people from other cultures walking in all the time. It was great. I do want to kind of shift gears a little bit away from the camps. And, and Xander posted something uh, not that long ago, and it was, it was a picture of a young child. And basically, the, the lesson of that was is the picture was of a young John DuPont, and it was basically uh, a message forgiving him. And, and when you look at that type of thing and the resolve, I guess, that, that Xander has about the whole ordeal, uh, what, what, is, well, one, what, what was your reaction to that? And two, I mean, how do you, how, how would you look back at Xander now as a parent? He's, a, he's, a, he's an adult doing some great things, not just in wrestling, but, uh, but in life. Well, first of all, you know, I could not be more proud of Alexander Schultz and the man he's become today. You know, he's involved in lots of, uh, you know, in lots of nonprofit work and lots of work um, in, you know, Black Lives Matter and, uh, you know, prison reform and stuff like that. And I, and I think his message about forgiveness um, was more about, you know, in the bigger picture, and obviously it's a huge step, you know, and I think Xander has always forgiven DuPont, you know, even, even when he was a young kid, I think our, our take on it, my my expression to the children is, you know, you know, there's no reason for hatred and all that. It doesn't do anything any good. I think you have to look at the situation where someone came from, and sometimes just our system is broken. It's not the human being. I think that's what Xander's trying to say. Is sometimes we have this assembly system, you know, for a human being, and they come to this um, upbringing or you know crisis, whether they're rich or poor, and then we spit out someone on the other side, and then we blame them for their disastrous uh, response. And I think uh, Xander is trying to look at what kind of system we put people through and that we need to sometimes look at ourselves and our, and our communities and our systems that produce people with these kind of problems and, and taking the responsibility for that is important. And, and, and you, you spoke about the, uh, the humanitarian type stuff too uh, with, with Zoe bands. I've actually still got one on my desk. I don't wear it as much as I used to, but uh, I definitely, uh, got behind that effort, and of course, uh, him and Matt Novogratz tried to tried, tried to you know pretty much push the prowl out there and and got their names back into wrestling and got to hang out with them and some in Paris, the World Championships. But you know, it doesn't. Yeah, and I think in some format that the the idea behind prowl is actually going to be moving forward. It's not in exactly the same way, but I think the Xander and Mike Novogratz turned over an opportunity for wrestling, and I think it there's certain formats of that that will be moving forward. And yeah, it was great. Xander really loved being back involved in the wrestling community. He's got a lot of, of, of friends there that he knew starting when he was born. So great friendships there. Now, finally, I want to circle back to the the Hall of Fame induction class. And, and one of the athletes that's going in as a distinguished member is Christy Davis. She will just be the second woman inducted as a distinguished member in terms of the wrestling match. Trisha was the first to go in, Trisha Saunders. But Christy was so big, was such a big part of uh, women's wrestling in its I guess the USA golden age. I mean, we got a group of kids that are coming through right now, but she won nine world medals and one of the, the, the greatest careers of all. What's it mean for you to see uh, another woman go into the national wrestling hall of fame in this distinguished member category? Well, Christy stands out, you know, head, head and shoulders above so many other athletes, um, men and women. So it's really great to see her going in. And I, I know that we're going to see many more, you know, great women athletes going in. It's taken some some time to turn the corner and kind of get everybody on board in supporting women's uh, wrestling and getting more programs going and honoring them. So we're moving in the right direction in the United States um, and in the world. Women is the uh, women's wrestling is the fastest growing sport in the world today. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be seeing 
a lot more uh, opportunity for uh, competition and also recognition in the future. It's a pretty cool class going in. You got uh, yourself and Stephen Abbas, Lee, the late Lee Allen, Henry Cejudo, Christie, uh, Gary Kessel is an official, and Medal of Courage, Jay McLaughlin. I mean, when you look at the group that you're going in with, and you've been to these things for for years and, and, and knowing the speeches and having having to go through some longer speeches than others, we shall leave those names out of this <laughs> oh, episode. Jason. But, um, you know, what what does it, going back to the Hall of Fame, I mean, this is a special one for you, but each year when you get to go back and, and see friends and, and colleagues inducted into this this institution that honors not just wrestling greatness, but greatness overall in the sport, I mean, uh, is Stillwater a kind of a homecoming for you each year when you you, you plan to attend? I've been selling my birthday every every year here for probably what 30, 25 years now I think. So, it's really special for me. I I find it one of the most amazing weekends in the sport every time. You know, we you gather these people that had amazing careers and and they differ in experience and time periods and whether they were coaches or wrestlers, but really you don't find people that are going to the National Hall of Fame that were just average in, in the sport in some way, you know. They are and the stories they can tell and the friends they bring and the circles that are created and the reunion that is had, it is, it is such a fun weekend. And if, if people out there have not been to one of the honors weekends in Stillwater, Oklahoma, at the Wrestling Hall of Fame, you should take some time to attend one of them. And you really can pick any of them. You know, go find somebody that you uh, respected that being honored or just go and see the museum. But it's, it's quite an event to participate in. And if somebody hasn't been to the, the Wrestling Hall of Fame recently, the renovations that have been done over the past, uh, let's see, what was it, two, three years ago, it is an amazing uh, up-to-date Hall of Fame that, that all of us should be able to be proud of. And finally, I want to touch on this year's Dave Schultz High School Excellence Award winner. Uh, kid named David Carr out of Ohio has some, some pretty famous <laughs> uh, fathers and uncles along the way. And, and when when Thank the you. decision was made that that young David Carr uh, of the again that legendary Carr wrestling fame was going to pick this up, what were you, what were your reactions? Oh, I'm just so proud of that guy. You know, I've known him for so many years, and I've seen him at wrestling tournaments, encouraged him, sat with him after you know with some wins and losses and stuff. I'm just really so happy. I love the Carr family; they've been great friends. Um, and you know, to all of the winners. The state winners, the national, the regional winners, the national winners, these kids are just amazing. As well as, you know, the, the women's side of it, the, the uh, Trisha Saunders um, High School Excellence Award, same thing. These guys, these, these kids, they're not just great wrestlers. They're also, you know, doing something in their community and giving back to the civic opportunities. You know, they've got ridiculous grade point averages, you know, and I often have to tell them, you know, you realize as we sit around the table that Dave Schultz would not have won this award. <laughs> his name on it, but he would not have qualified in these categories. These kids stand out. They're they're achieving in so many areas, not just wrestling, um, but making wrestling a part of their overall achievement. And there isn't one of them that you know. It's so difficult when you look at the selection of these of these uh, winners, both regional and national, because. Every single one of these guys that, uh, and women that get recognized in these states could be sitting up at the national table, too. So, um, you know, kudos to all of them. It's an honor to have them recognize the state's name. And all of them will be receiving letters from myself and Tricia, you know, thanking them for their, their dedication to the sport and, uh, you know, congratulating them on their awards. Nancy Schultz promoting not just 
a camp tour, which you can find more information on with Sergey and Anatoly Belaglazov at wrestling.life slash Belaglazov or just wrestling.life. You can check that out. She's also heading into the Hall of Fame this year as a recipient of the Order of Merit. Nancy, always great talking with you, whether it's on the show or uh, just uh, just a, a goofy text message or out at an event. It's it's always a pleasure, and, and, and it's, it's been great to get to know you over the years and call you a friend. And uh, best of luck with this camp tour. And those, again, if you want to figure it out, wrestling.life. You can check out all the dates and locations there. And Nancy, any final thoughts as we wrap up here on this episode of the Short Time Wrestling Podcast? It's all my pleasure talking to you, Jason. Hello to the big wrestling family out there. Take care. Always good to hear from Nancy and uh, what she's doing within the sport of wrestling. And again, congrats to her on her upcoming induction into the National Wrestling Hall of Fame. That is Honors Weekend, first weekend of June. Information about that, you can actually go attend and check out these great legends going in this year. Information at nwhof.org, National Wrestling Hall of Fame website. So that is in Stillwater. Now, what was not going to be in Stillwater, as I mentioned, I'm not going to be in Stillwater this year because I got three straight Final X events in June. I'm just coming off a great week, and you kind of hear my voice. When you announce three straight days, uh, the voice, the third day usually is where you're you're hurting. But, uh, yeah, um, especially after, like, World Championships where there are six straight days. But uh, came off the UWW Juniors the and the Senior World Team Trials Challenge Tournament. Good days of wrestling down in Rochester, Minnesota, which is like, it's like one of the wrestling capitals of this country, if not just the Midwest, but this in country at all. Um, I mean, not just in the Midwest, but I mean, we've got Northern Plains there. Uh, we've had the Clash there, the Minnesota Christmas Tournament. There's been all sorts of section tournaments there. It's just, it's a great town for wrestling, and uh, it, it's a great town overall. Rochester's good. It's not just saying that because Mike Bush State Farm at MikeBush.org is my insurance agent. He's based in Rochester, or Kathy's Pub is a good little spot. Um, I actually had a burger at Newt's. Um, a couple nights down at Dooley's and it was always good. It's always fun to people watch at those things too, but, uh, good times had down in Rochester, some great, great wrestling. Looking forward to those three final X events, uh, information there on final TV. So, uh, yeah, great event down in Rochester. Um, and then for once an event that I get to go work and I can just, you know, get in the car and drive home, you know, stop by my buddy, Eric Sanders house, who was, uh, recently married, actually married, uh, almost a year ago. Uh, he's the older brother of Zach Sanders, who wrestled in the uh, challenge tournament, the mini tournament finals, um, losing to Dayton Fix, and then Fix ended up beating Tony Ramos, uh, two matches to earn a shot to wrestle Thomas Gilman and Lincoln on June the 9th. But uh, Eric uh, went from Fargo, uh, where he wrestled at North Dakota State, and moved to Pine Island, which is almost in between, uh, I would say it's in between, it's closer to Rochester than it is the Twin Cities, but uh, stopped in. He is uh, quite the home brewer, so uh, as as a bit of a beer snob that I'm becoming, um, the, the Hefeweizen he, he produces is just, it's, it's the best stuff on the planet. So stopped by the house, said, hello. He had a, he had a nice cold growler waiting for me. So, uh, as I got back last night, sat down to do the curation for the Mad Talk online daily wrestling news. And, you know, sometimes when I'm on trips or I'm on vacation, uh, I'll just say, you know what? It's, um, you know, two weeks ago, I'm in Houston on vacation. I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna, not gonna update. I was just spending time with my wife as we got away for our anniversary, but uh, sometimes when I'm working on trips, I don't have a full amount of time to dedicate to it. But pretty much almost every single day, you're going to get free daily wrestling news at mattalkonline.com slash news. You sign up, it's sent right to your email. So, uh, you know, as I'm sitting down curating last night, I got a nice cold glass of just some some fine Sanders brow. I don't think he doesn't actually name his beers like, you know, um, like I, there's there's Udapils up here 
that has a really darn good half of ice, and it's called like Ewald the Golden or something like that. And I'm, no, this is just half of ice. And so, uh, Sanders Brow, I think, is kind of an unofficial name that everybody that uh, has picked up some homebrew from him when he was in Fargo, and now that he's back out here in uh, in Minnesota, five time state champ, by the way. Um, it is just uh, it's 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 worth going out of your way to to pick up. So, last he was living in Fargo, I would pick up a growler on my way home. And, uh, yeah, Eric, good to see you, man. Congratulations. They are uh, expecting as well. So uh, another Sanders coming to uh, probably the wrestling world come October. So uh, congrats to Eric and his wife for their upcoming little bundle of joy and for his just awesome homebrew. Yeah, a lot of, lot of Eric Sanders talk here today. And it's not just about the uh, the Pioneer Club down in Wabasha, which, uh, which I can throw another Mike Bush reference out. But uh, that being said, this is the Short Time Wrestling Podcast. One other thing I would like you to do is if you like what you hear here on the network, I would implore you to leave a rating and review on the Apple Podcasts. Uh, still kind of known to some people as as iTunes, but if you really like what we do here, uh, I, I would implore you to go over to mattalkonline.com slash contribute and uh, either either contribute to the programs, and uh, programs plural, plural rather, uh, monthly or one-time donation. Aaron sways, the sways, sweezy picks up uh, the latest member of the team. Thanks, the Sways, the message board legend. Um, basically, has been uh, been a small college advocate for a very long time, and the Sways does pick things up and joins the team here. So big props to you, thank you, sir. And for those of you team members, we've got uh, another assortment. I, I should put out a Twitter poll uh, if if I'm going to go with glasses, uh, mugs, or glasses this year. So if uh, you're listening, uh, you know, fire back with at Jason M Bryant. Should I go with draft glass or should I go with mug? for our patrons uh because i'm thinking about getting another set made up because uh, i'm completely out and i know i owe rob roy some i know uh i'm, I'm gonna owe the sways now mug or draft glass or i'm not sure but uh that's how you do it you can get some cool shirts i gotta re-up my order with compound cliff Rettwell on the crew he's gonna be coming on the show here uh in the coming weeks to talk about uh all things all all things wrestling you know he's uh that's my bad georgia accent Nathan Fernandez and the finals. All right, anyway, enough for that. I'd like to thank you for spending your time with me, even with my raspy voice, because you've always got time for short time. The Short Time Wrestling Podcast is proudly outfitted by Compound Clothing. Shirts, singlets, custom gear orders, everything you need. Call up Cliff and the crew at cmpteamwear.com. First time listening? Well, you can change that by going to matttalkonline.com slash get short time to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or listen on your favorite podcatcher at matttalkonline.com slash listen. This show is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.